Welcome back to the Jambos Podcast. I am Michael Schwimmer alongside co-host Mr. Robbie Castro. 2-N-O, 2-N-O, 2-N-O. Man, Schwim, I love it when we give back to our listeners. I mean, that Dayton game was not even close. 31-point beatdown. Dayton really turned it up in the second half, and you capped that to perfection without Pookie in the lineup. They were useless, and on this very show yesterday, on this very show, you told our listeners, Jambos, 146-point total for the Crate-Providence game. And wouldn't you know it, it landed on 146 right on the button. <laughs> that was nice, but that game was so lucky. We needed every bit of that extra five minutes. I love extra hoops, and we were finally on the right side. The gambling gods rewarded us for that brutal Virginia Tech loss. It's just great to get off to an awesome start, as we are now 5-1 and one on our free picks 83.3%. Well, let's not get carried away. That that 83.3% is impossible to maintain over a large enough sample size. Man, you and, you and your sample size. Always trying to kill my bazito. <laughs> Sorry, it's the statistician in me. <sighs> I can't help it. All right, all right. Well, let's give the listeners two more free winners, Schwim. All right, let's head to the frozen tundra of Stores, Connecticut, <laughs> where UConn is a one-and-a-half-point favorite versus the Temple Owls over under 144 points. E- excuse me? Temple is getting a point-and-a-half? Is Ray Allen walking through those doors tonight? <laughs> well, not to my knowledge. <laughs> but more importantly, star point guard for UConn, Jalen Adams, will be in a walking boot and unable to play. He's been out the last eight games. In those eight games, UConn is 1-7. and seven. That is hard thing. It is indeed. And all season long, UConn has been relying on individual performances. They are dead last in the AAC in assists per field goal made, a true sign of individually based offense. Yeah, when the best individual does go down, it's it's, it's got to be tough for a team to rebound. But out of curiosity, what does Jambos think this line would be with him playing and without him playing? Our player model believes UConn should be a 3.1-point favorite with Jalen Adams on the court and a 4.1-point underdog without him. That's a huge discrepancy. And it's not even accounting for the extra two points we should give Temple due to the inevitable technical foul on Dan Hurley. (laughs) There is no way he's going to be able to keep that suit jacket on. Um, All right, so from a team aspect... Is there a key stat that Jambos is considering? It's all about the turnovers. Temple is the best team in the conference in not turning the ball over and third best in creating turnovers. UConn, bad at both. We are predicting at Jambos a 4.7 turnover differential in this game in Temple's favor. That makes sense because Temple's guard play is really one of the elites in the country. Shiz Alston is among the leaders in the conference in scoring. But not only that, he can also distribute the basketball, and it always seems to find that open guy on the court. Quentin Rose, man, this this guy has the scout salivating all over his jump shot. He's lean. He's 6'8". But more importantly, his defense is really what makes teams nutty. Last game out, he scored 29 against Tulsa, and I really just don't see an answer from UConn on how to stop them. I don't either. All right, well, Temple plus one and a half it is, Schwim. Where are we headed next? I'm going to apologize in advance to our listeners for recommending this game and making them watch Stanford versus Cal. Oh, God, please don't. Hey, I said I was sorry. But look, that's what sports betting is all about. makes everything more interesting. That's true. Stanford is an 11.5-point favorite, and the over-under, 144.5. 
Jambos believes this game is going way under the posted total. Well, I do like taking unders when teams are just oh so, so bad. Well, that is a common misconception, I think, and I do want to get into it for a second here. I think a lot of casual bettors and sports fans automatically equate good teams, a lot of scoring, bad teams, not a lot of scoring. That's really not the case at Jambos. We haven't been able to find any correlation in that area. What we do find correlation in is team styles and individual matchups. So without giving away the secret sauce, can you tell us how and why you got us to this point? Well, both teams rely on individual offense. Cal is dead last in assist percentage, and Stanford is third to last in the Pac-12. Cal's offense is the least efficient in the Pac-12, and Stanford's offense is ninth worst. I'm just confused why this total is so high. I mean, what is Vegas looking at? You know, I think they could be looking at the previous matchup where both teams scored a combined 165 points at Jambos. If you go back and watch the tape of that game, we think the expected points in that game should have been closer to 138 points. So, so how is that? Well, both teams shot a combined 61% from the field in that game and got 38 points from the free throw line. Jambos believes those numbers are outliers and extremely unlikely to repeat themselves. One guy I look at for Stanford is Josh Sharma. Uh, he's a tree down low, no pun intended. Ooh, uh, that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was, I'm sorry, that was pretty bad. And critical to this defense as he stands seven feet tall. He's averaging one and a half blocks per game and can clean up the glass, ranking in the top 10 in rebounds, offensive rebounds, blocks, and he reminds many of the Lopez twins, your boys. Hey, easy with that comparison, Robbie. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> but hey, statistically, this Stanford defense has been great. Their last four games, they've given up 61, 50, 54, and 62 points. I love Stanford's size. They are one of the biggest teams in the country and really do not play anyone under 6'3". They definitely discriminate height at Stanford, so it looks like I could not play on that basketball team. Um, but all right, Schwim, again, like yesterday, I'm feeling really, really good about these two plays. I think we improve on our 5-1 and one free pick podcast record. Um, but more importantly, how many total plays does Jambos have up on the website tonight? Right now, we've got eight total plays up on our website, jamboespicks.com. Feel free to subscribe if you want to see all those picks. And that about does it for the show. You can catch us tomorrow, same time. For Robbie Castro, I'm Michael Schwimmer. Good luck, and may the Jambos be with you.